This is a Federal News Network podcast. Coming up on today's Federal Newscast, was the decision to move parts of the USDA out of D.C. done in haste? A new survey sheds light on abilities that employees can use to fulfill their agency's mission. And current and former members of the military can squeeze in on some military flights again. These stories and more in today's Federal Newscast. Welcome to today's episode of the Federal Newscast. I'm Eric White. The Agriculture Department overlooked major considerations when relocating two of its research bureaus to Kansas City, Missouri. That's according to the Government Accountability Office. GAO reports that USDA did not factor in the potential costs of staff attrition upon relocating. It also did not consider the disruption the move would cause to agency activities, GAO says. USDA's initial goal in moving the Economic Research Service and the National Institute of Food and Agriculture was to make it easier to find more highly qualified staff and reduce costs. Cooperation, analysis, and organization are among the most valuable skills for federal workers. That's according to a new survey from the Merit Systems Protection Board. MSPB asked federal employees which ability their agency allows them to use most effectively in their jobs. Some of the lower-scoring skills were creativity and ambition. MSPB says this information can help agencies in their hiring practices to more accurately write job announcements. Agencies can also use the data to consider changes to their workplace culture, MSPB says. The State Department is calling on data scientists to join its ranks. Federal News Network's Jory Heckman has more. The State Department is looking to hire at least 50 data scientists across its civil service workforce over the next year. The agency is seeking to hire candidates at the GS-13 and GS-14 level. The State Department will move on to the next phase of the hiring process once it receives 250 applications, but will accept applications no later than April 28th. Chief Data Scientist Joel Nante says the agency hired the most data scientists from a government-wide hiring effort a year ago, but still needs to hire more. There is an increasing demand for data scientists and data analytics here at the Department of State. Jory Heckman, Federal News Network. The State Department is looking to hire at least 50 data scientists across its civil service workforce over the next year. The agency is seeking to hire candidates at the GS-13 and GS-14 level. The State Department will move on to the next phase of the hiring process once it receives 250 applications, but will accept applications no later than April 28th. Chief Data Scientist Joel Nante says the agency hired the most data scientists from a government-wide hiring effort a year ago, but still needs to hire more. There is an increasing demand for data scientists and data analytics here at the Department of State. Jory Heckman. Federal News Network. A White House task force is telling agencies how to promote equity in federal data. The Bonnet Administration's Equitable Data Working Group recommends agencies make disaggregated data the norm while still ensuring data privacy for individuals. The group also recommends increasing non-federal research and community access to federal data sets and conducting equity assessments of federal procurements to identify areas for improvement. The group is co-chaired by officials from the Office of Science and Technology Policy and the Office of Management and Budget. 
The Commerce Department has marching orders to integrate climate change considerations into more policies, planning, and programming. Commerce Secretary Gina Raimondo issues a department administrative order to create a new climate council, which will give specific recommendations to address the climate crisis. The department administrative orders echoes President Joe Biden's 2021 executive order on tackling the climate crisis. It includes mitigation measures, resilience measures, and incorporating environmental justice into policies. Commerce's council is in charge of advancing and overseeing the order and identifying deliverables for its operating units. The Defense Department is formally withdrawing the court challenges it filed as part of an earlier effort to keep its massive fuel storage facility in Honolulu up and running. DOD had challenged an order by the state of Hawaii telling it to drain the Red Hill fuel facility as soon as possible, but Defense Secretary Lloyd Austin changed course a month ago and decided to shut down Red Hill after all. Local officials and members of Hawaii's congressional delegation say dropping the court cases paves the way to safely decommission the facility by the end of the year. Current and former service members can once again hitch a ride with the Air Force. Federal News Network's Scott Massioni has more. Since the beginning of the pandemic, the Air Force's Air Mobility Command has put the kibosh on space-available travel. Now those with special privileges can once again tag along on military flights if there's room. The opportunities are only open to service members, their families, and retirees. The flights are typically free of charge. The Air Force says certain medical protocols may still be required. The service says it reserves the right to stop space-available travel to avoid COVID outbreaks. Scott Massioni, Federal News Network. A former commander of the Air Force Research Laboratory has become the first general officer in the Air Force's history to be convicted at court-martial. A military judge convicted Major General William Cooley of one count of abuse of sexual contact, but acquitted him on two others. Cooley is set to be sentenced today. The Defense Department has a new area for businesses and universities to look at opportunities for working with the military. The Pentagon announced the creation of CTOinnovation.gov as a one-stop shop for the military's innovation ecosystem. Users will be able to search for grants, projects, and other requests from DOD for creative ideas. The department plans to continually update the site with new opportunities. Calling all federal acquisition experts. The General Services Administration needs your help. A new GSA Acquisition Policy Federal Advisory Committee is seeking expertise in either acquisition, climate and sustainability, and or expertise in the intersection of acquisition, climate and sustainability. The advisory committee will consist of professionals from small business, science, manufacturing, engineering, academia, technology, and other industry sectors. Council members will serve one to three year terms. Nominations to the GSA Acquisition Policy Federal Advisory Committee are due by May 23rd. The National Geospatial Intelligence Agency wants software delivered faster and more consistently. That's the goal of the agency's new strategy, the NGA Software Way. NGA plans on tracking three key metrics, the availability of the software, the amount of time it takes to make changes, and the frequency of deployment. NGA officials are expected to discuss the new software strategy and other technology priorities at this week's GeoInt conference in Denver. The FAA is giving contractors more time to bid on its mega IT services contract. Federal News Network's Jason Miller has those details. The Federal Aviation Administration is extending the proposal due date for its IT Innovative Procurement for Strategic Sourcing, or ITIPS, contract vehicle to May 25th. FAA is expected to award up to 12 contracts, including as many as nine to small businesses, to provide a variety of IT services and support for the administration's non-national airspace systems. The 10-year contract could be worth as much as $2.4 billion. The FAA released the solicitation for ITIPS in March, but updated it earlier this month with a new proposal due date. 
Jason Miller, Federal News Network. And the initial results are in from the Department of Homeland Security's Bug Bounty Program. Federal News Network's Justin Doubleday reports. The Federal Aviation Administration is extending the proposal due date for its IT Innovative Procurement for Strategic Sourcing, or ITIPS, contract vehicle to May 25th. FAA is expected to award up to 12 contracts, including as many as nine to small businesses, to provide a variety of IT services and support for the administration's non-national airspace systems. The 10-year contract could be worth as much as $2.4 billion. The FAA released the solicitation for ITIPS in March, but updated it earlier this month with a new proposal due date. Jason Miller, Federal News Network. You can find more information about these stories at federalnewsnetwork.com. Search Federal Newscast and subscribe to the Federal Newscast on Podcast One or Apple Podcasts. I'm Eric White. Reconnect with a carpool or vanpool. Even if you're commuting just a few days a week, Commuter Connections can match you with others that live and work near or at the same place as you. Prefer taking the bus or train? There's never been a better time to reconnect with transit. Plus, you have the added comfort of knowing Guaranteed Ride Home is there for any unexpected emergency for free. For more options, visit commuterconnections.org or call 1-800-745-RIDE. Some restrictions apply.